Before we begin, I would like to invite our listeners to help support our podcast and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon of Vital Bioenergetics. By joining our Patreon, you are not only supporting the free content that we're producing, you will receive coupon codes, special offers, and inside information on the work that we're doing to help humanity raise their vibration to the next level. Please go to www.patreon.com slash vitalbioenergetics and become a Patreon today. And now for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to our podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now for today's podcast. Hello and welcome to High Vibes. On today's podcast, I'd like to talk about an Instagram post that we made about a week ago about the topic of conflict. With all the talk about war in the media, we felt it was important to talk about how we so easily buy into the concept of conflict even when we pray for peace. Charles Eisenstein wrote a beautiful piece entitled The Field of Peace, where he discusses how we personally can affect the world when it comes to war and conflict. This made us wonder, where do we say yes to war and conflict with ourselves and our relationships? Where do we straddle the line of war and peace when we feel our voices are not being heard when we feel injured by others? It is only through the full buy-in for peace internally that we can create ripples in the world so that every human can choose a different way and we can pave the way for future generations to not experience this type of existence. The Dalai Lama was once asked about praying for world peace, and he correctly pointed out that simply praying for peace is not enough. That peace needs to begin with you, and once you have achieved a sense of inner peace, then that will extend outward for the rest of the world. In other words, how can we be an ambassador for peace in the world when we ourselves choose to live our lives from a paradigm of conflict? This is because we grew up in a world of conflict where that was the norm. I grew up in the age of the Cold War, where we were taught that the end of the world could come at any time with a push of a button. But consider this. Anyone who was born after 2001 has never lived in a world that was at peace at any time. In our personal lives, families are often at war with each other. We are taught that in order to stand up for ourselves, we must dominate or put down others who we disagree with. Marriage is often seen as a contract between two people who ultimately don't trust each other, and should one party choose to break that contract, our legal system applies adversarial language to describe the dissolution of that relationship. 
When other nations of the world engage in actions we don't agree with, we assume the moral high ground and say no. But we are all too quick to break out our flags and sing songs of glory when our own country commits the same crimes. So when we are surrounded by a culture that glorifies conflict and derides peace as weakness, how do we choose to change the world into one that rejects conflict as a means of solving problems? As with all things, it begins with ourselves. It begins with an honest assessment of where in our lives we choose conflict over peace. More than that, it also begins with an assessment of where we choose to tolerate conflict even if someone else is engaging in that conflict on our behalf. This is not going to be easy because, as I said before, we grew up in a world where conflict and the language of conflict was the norm. So in a way, I'm saying that we have to conquer the need to use conflict to resolve our problems, even within ourselves. But how do we do that without taking that which we don't like about ourselves, that is, the need to engage in conflict and vanquish it from our minds? You see all that adversarial language I put in there. There's a misconception among many people that choosing the path of peace means that you simply allow others to harm you, that you can't stand in your own power and speak your truth, because doing so means that you are engaging in conflict. This is simply not the case. When we think about people who choose the path of peace, we conjure images of hippies and flower children and peace activists getting pepper sprayed in the face while exercising their right to peaceful assembly and engaging in civil disobedience. While we honor and respect those who put their lives on the line in the name of peace, we don't necessarily need to go to such extremes. Perhaps the first step to resolve that conflict is to say that it is not okay to be in conflict all of the time. The word namaste is a Sanskrit greeting that means, I greet the divinity within you. It's an acknowledgement that we are all divine beings endowed from our mutual Creator with a mission on this incarnational journey to one day return to Source with all of the lessons and experiences that we choose to endure. As third-density beings working our way towards the Law of Love, we all have a unique path on that journey. Whether you choose to be the peaceful warrior spreading love and hope to everyone you meet, or you choose to be the antagonist who uses conflict, your journey and mine will eventually lead to the same place. Therefore, I choose to respect and acknowledge your divine journey, even if I do not share it with you. When we go to war with ourselves, it usually begins with something we choose not to like about ourselves. Perhaps we think we are too fat, too lazy, too ugly, 
or too quick to anger, or too sad. To combat this negative self-image, instead of using the language of conflict, we can choose the language of love. Instead of looking in the mirror and pointing out all the flaws that we hate about ourselves, we can begin each day with Namaste. I greet the divinity within you, and I honor you for your journey. When we, we come across people in our lives who wish to do us harm, your first step is to remove yourself from harm. If someone breaks into your home and threatens to hurt you, by all means defend yourself. But once the danger is past, acknowledge with compassion the journey that brought that person into your life, and you will find it a much easier path to forgiveness. And then purchase a better lock for your front door. The same goes for abusive relationships, jobs, co-workers, and friends. Being an ambassador for peace does not make you weak or a pushover. It means standing within your power, while also acknowledging at the same time that all of us are on the same journey, even if we are not on that same point along the path. So whenever you are feeling enraged, disgusted, and helpless within a conflict, instead of blaming or taking sides, look inwardly to see where have you bought into the idea that conflict was the best way to handle this situation, where you have allowed it in your own life, and where you can instead, with your whole being, choose Peace. Adane. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G, please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.